No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Elisha warns the king of Israel about Syrian raids. When the king of Syria tries to arrest Elisha, God supernaturally protects both him and his servant. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Kings chapter 6 on Simply the Bible. Can one man defeat an entire nation? Today we will see. We continue in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servants, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, And he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. The king of Syria had Israel in his sights. Through multiple border ambushes, the Syrians were harassing the Israelites and seeking to take territory from them. Likewise, God's saints are in the sights of the devil, our enemy. He relentlessly attacks the church, seeking to capture the people of God in sin or to render them ineffective in some way. He seeks to take the territory of our hearts. Satan has declared war on saints. But Elisha had divine insight. The enemy made strategic plans, but God gave Elisha a heads up. He even told Elisha what the king of Syria said in his bedroom, and he in turn told the king of Israel. I wonder how much more we could accomplish for the kingdom of God if we were more in tune with the Spirit. In my life, I find that divine insight often comes through my daily personal devotions. It is there that certain people are on my heart, and I feel I receive direction in handling the situations of the day. Elisha had a gift of knowledge that was given to him by God. That is supernatural insight into a person or situation. The gift of knowledge is one of the gifts of the Spirit that is available to Christians today. But I don't personally know anyone that has this gift to the degree that Elisha had it. The king of Syria was greatly upset that every time he set an ambush, the king of Israel already knew about it. May I suggest that the devil is troubled when Christians walk in the Spirit? The Bible says that if we walk in the Spirit, then we won't gratify the deeds of the flesh. We will foil the enemy's plans and destroy his works. And that will greatly upset the devil. Can one man take on an entire nation? Well, that's exactly what we see happening with Elisha in Syria. 
We don't know what Elisha looked like physically, but he was a mighty man of valor spiritually and the most valuable warrior in Israel. Why was he so effective? Because he relied upon spiritual weaponry. The Bible tells us that if God is for us, then who can be against us? In other words, one person with God is an omnipotent force against the adversary. So the king of Syria said, Go and see where he is that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. The king of Syria sent out spies to locate Elisha. His plan was to capture him so that he could no longer inform the king of Israel. But if Elisha knew about the plans to ambush Israel, then certainly he would know about the king's plans to capture him. Dothan was about 12 miles north of Samaria. It was an unwalled city. And no doubt the king of Syria thought he had Elisha in his grip. The king didn't want to take any chances, however, so he sent an army with chariots and horses to surround the city by night. All this to capture one man. Once again, we see this in the spiritual sense. How many of Satan's resources are committed to a few effective saints? If you aren't effective for the kingdom of God, then the devil won't bother you much. If he's caught you in sin, then he has you where he wants you, and he's rendered you powerless against his kingdom. But if you are making a difference for the kingdom of God, then you can be sure he will commit many resources to targeting your critical vulnerabilities. Therefore, we must pray for our spiritual leaders. If the devil can pull down one shepherd, then many sheep will fall or be scattered to the wind. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around Elisha. Now, who was this servant of Elisha? We're not told. It is interesting that the only people named in this story is Elisha and the Lord. If this event is in chronological order and occurred after Naaman came to Elisha to be healed of leprosy, then the servant probably was not Gehazi. Because after Gehazi coveted Naaman's gifts, he became a leper and departed from Elisha. Now, Elisha knew that the Syrian army had come for him, yet his concern was not for himself, but for his servant. How like Jesus he was. For when the lynch mob came to arrest Jesus, his concern was for his disciples, not for himself. Elisha had vision into the spiritual realm. Of course, that is where the real battle is being fought. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Ephesians, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against 
evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. I am a veteran in spiritual warfare, but it is still easy for me to forget that our enemy is not people, but the devil who controls people. Elisha saw into the invisible realm and he knew that those who were with them were more numerous than those who were against them. With that knowledge, Elisha was able to comfort his servant. But Elisha also prayed that God would open the young man's eyes to see this for himself. We need to pray this same prayer for our comrades in the faith. It is easy for us to get our eyes fixed on the visible and become overwhelmed with the enemy's tactics and troubles. We must have the eyes of our understanding opened to see things as they truly are. If you're a child of God, then you are secure in his hand. If you are trusting in Christ and keeping his commandments, then you are indestructible until he is through with you. Those who are with you are more numerous and more powerful than those who are against you. Believe it with all your heart. May your spiritual eyes be open to see it. The Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw something that must have been an awesome sight. The mountains surrounding them were full of horses and of fire and chariots of fire. I wonder how often this has been true in our lives, though we didn't perceive it. Psalm 125.2 says, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. And Psalm 34.7, The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. As God's dearly loved people, we have his promises of protection. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. Now Elisha said to them, This is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. Now when the king of Israel sent a captain and 50 men to arrest Elijah, he called down fire from heaven and consumed them. But here, even though Elisha was surrounded by an angelic army, he didn't pray that God would destroy his enemies. Rather, he prayed that God would strike them with blindness. And the Lord heard and answered Elisha's prayer. Then Elisha led them into a trap. Now, was he deceiving them? No, because he would lead them to the man they were looking for, namely himself, but only after he first led them into the walled city of Samaria, where they would be trapped. So it was when they had come to Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and there they were inside Samaria, now, when the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? But he answered, You shall not kill them. Would you kill those whom you have taken captive with your sword and your bow? 
set food and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. Then he prepared a great feast for them and after they ate and drank, he sent them away and they went to their master. So the bands of Syrian raiders came no more into the land of Israel. Now we see why Elisha prayed for the enemy to be blind rather than destroy. He ultimately wanted to save them. How like Jesus, who tells us to love our enemies, pray for those who persecute us, and do good to those who hate us. We see here a pattern for converting the enemies of God to become friends of God. First, Elisha prayed that God would open their eyes. Satan has blinded the minds of unbelievers, and we must pray that God would open their eyes so that they would see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Second, when the king of Israel wanted to destroy them, Elisha interceded for them. Satan uses people to attack us, but when he is through with them, he will destroy them for eternity. Like Elisha, we must intercede for them to save them from destruction. Third, Elisha told them to feed their enemies. Solomon wrote, If your enemy's hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. In seeking to win souls, we must remember kindness, which is benevolence in action. And fourth, the result of this was to bring peace. The Syrians no longer raided Israel, at least for the time being. Through the gospel, we have been given the ministry of reconciliation so that others may have peace with God. And if they have peace with God, then they will have peace with us as well. I love this story because it shows how God can take bad situations and turn them around for good. It also shows us how we can make a huge difference in the life of a person, a group of people, or even a nation. If only we will learn to walk in the Spirit. You've been listening to Simply the Bible. The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Next time, we'll see where the Syrians besieged Samaria, causing a severe famine. But Elisha predicts plentiful food by the next day. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Kings on Simply the Bible.